fly a fair nation, fly a fair nation, fly a fair nation. White guys? Mm-mm. Never? I've dated a white guy before. I don't, <laughs> to each its own, but I will not date another white man. It's just. He don't, he messed it up for the whole. Not even he messed it up. It's just how I feel like white men are. They make you feel like, okay, you're just this like Barbie, be cute, like, you know, like. That's exactly how I felt. I don't like that. I don't like. And then it's just like, it's always um a, a, almost like trying to finesse or something, the privilege, the white privilege. I used to be like, this white motherfucking privilege right here. Like, I'm, I'm just turned off. Like, That's funny. That's how I felt kind of. Like you mm-hmm. always, when it would come to like, like family events or something, like oh, how are you gonna do your hair? Oh, how like oh, wear this type of dress? Or I'm just like, why can't I like? At first it was like whatever, but they then don't understand the bonnet like, or no, respect the bonnet white scarf like <laughs> they don't respect it, and I don't want to have to explain it, sir. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, I, white men are just like, oh. No, no, no offense no to offense. whites. No offense to white guys. You are white. Uh, if you oh, you are recording an ally, right now? You are an ally. <laughs> if you are not. Black love, I feel like it's so. It's it's starting to feel like um, a lot of people mad, angry, and they're not into just like loving each other mm-hmm. and like being black excellence and melanin. I feel like it's a, it goes way back. It goes way back. So like now that it's opening more, I don't know. I think more, I don't know. We've, we've been taught to hate ourselves basically. So then it was, it's hard to, to say like, okay, we hate ourselves. So then you wouldn't want to date someone from that race because oh no he just gonna leave you he gonna have so it was like the self-hatred oh. that was built from years and years so like now when you finally see it being more represented it's like oh like okay that's how it was supposed to be yeah you know this is, i believe this is, in love mm-hmm. and i feel like if you're not taking the time out if you're always spewing like negative you know about love and like what you want to what you want to attract into your life, like words are powerful. Mm-hmm. You know? like, mm-hmm. Words are very powerful. Did you forget? Like words are so powerful. So if you're always, and if you're afraid to love, then I feel like black men want to love their black women too. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Some. My cousin, <laughs> he only date white girls. And I be looking at him like, you is a fine black man. No shade, cuz. You know. They be like, damn, bro. Love who you love. It's not like a hate thing or anything, mm-hmm. but it's just like black love is so important to me. You know, that's why I'm like, I don't, I don't get it, but it does go back to self hate. So like me, when I was growing up, um, mind you, my family were all, there's all different colors in my family. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I have my mom. She was like, Loved black guys, but then she let me growing up. She'd be like, Don't date black guys, don't date black guys because blah blah blah. blah. But I'm looking at my daddy, like, This is why are you telling me not to date black guys? But you, you got you got all, all, all the kids, the black guys. Like, what you talking about? Your pops is Cuban too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, literally, growing up the whole time, everything 
don't date black guys, this and that, whatever, blah, 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 that it's going to mess up. In Spanish, you say adelantar la raza, which is basically like better the race. But in, in for that generation, my mom's generation, better in the race is basically erasing the black. Mm. Right. So just imagine just always hearing that. So if I would go to school and I was into somebody and I would be into black, like I would, I would like black dudes. So like the moment that I would like, oh, oh, what does he look like? Oh no, I don't want to see him. Mm. No, this is not going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. So then it got into, I got into dating white dudes because that's what my mom accepted. But yet I, she was perfectly (laughs) fine with it. But then I didn't feel accepted when I would go to, so she wouldn't understand that. What did it make you feel like though when you were like out with a white dude? It was just weird. Like it, it, it seemed like I was kind of, um, like, like you know when you t- be on your best behavior. I'm telling you, type baby, of thing. Like, like, you know, just be. You had to prize. outdo everything, and it still yeah. wasn't enough. Like mm-hmm. even if you would wear your best or you would do everything, it still wasn't enough because. I'm black. Yeah. Any, any. Maybe quick to judge too. Yeah. Like more for sure. Yeah. When it comes to like dating white men, but yeah. you like what you like. So I was, and it felt, mind you, now my kids, my kids' father, he's he's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. He looks white. Same thing. How when does my, your mom feel about that? Like when you date Hispanic guys, still though, like black guys, Hispanic guys, just. It was. It was. It was still the same type of like she didn't care and then i had my kids my kids they look mixed and she's like oh my beautiful grandsons mind you i didn't have my kids after that i really felt like i was in a relationship with someone i had i wanted to have kids this not you know things went off afterwards but that wasn't because i'm a type of person like color i don't see like i'm not Mm -hmm. a big color person even i would have arguments with her on some like like, I don't care if I date a black, yellow, purple, blue. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it just happened that way, right? I never even had that talk with my parents. I I mean, I didn't bring no one home to, like, meet my mom and dad mm-hmm. ever. Really? Never. No relationship. No. At all. That's they didn't, crazy. they weren't, they weren't worthy to meet your parents or was it? Um, no, I feel like. First of all, my dad, I don't think he could handle it. Like, mm. my dad is, like, struggle with alcohol abuse, uh, uh, alcoholism, uh, alcohol abuse, <laughs> <laughs> alcohol, alcoholism, 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 yeah, it's alcoholism. <laughs> he was about to look. <laughs> yeah, but, and so I don't even think he's ready to even handle or see. He'd still be like, Sherelle, Shay Shay, you gonna go and, like, marry somebody? I'll kill him, dad. I'm like you're, he's he's really but he really's on some like he just be out here really like, i don't even know if i would invite you to a wedding pops because are you serious yeah because i just feel like he he wouldn't be on his best behavior in a way of just like so he wouldn't even get to know somebody couldn't even ask for your hand like none of that don't even shotgun i never want to say that but that's all i'm saying i never i I want to bring somebody home, like, to my parents. But, I mean, granted, they're not married. They've never been married. Mm-hmm. They had four kids by the age of 17 and shit. They were like, yeah. Wait, what? 
<laughs> what? We Rewind. Won. Girl. So they had four kids. Yes. By the age of seven, both of them. Yeah. So okay, so my grandparents are from Haiti. My mom's <laughs> mom and dad, my my dad's mom and dad from Haiti. They had my they moved to migrated to Bahamas. Mm-hmm. My my, uh, th- my dad's parents had him in Bahamas. My mom's parents had her in Bahamas. Then they migrated here. Okay, like little Haiti. Got it. And so I, I don't know if I don't know the details if it's small world and they just so happened to migrate at the same time when mm-hmm. they were families and they known each other. Mm-hmm. And maybe they knew each other back in Haiti. I'm not sure. But Haiti ain't that big, so they know each other. And they come here. My dad and my mom get pregnant at 12. Have my oldest brother at 13. Then got pregnant again. Had my second oldest brother. Got pregnant right so, after that. So when they I was didn't. 15, they didn't 15. learn the like. <laughs> then 15. My mom had me, and then around like I want to say 16 and have 17. Had my youngest brother. My mom and dad. Then my dad had my younger sister with my stepmom when my sister's 95. So, yeah. Wait, hold on. <laughs> wait. So, mm-hmm. you're... Wait. I know. Girl, my mom and dad was hunching. So, you're how many years apart young. from your oldest brother? We're all a year apart. We're all a year apart. So, what household was this all happening in? Because so, they're 12. Right. So, my mom, crazy enough, had a conversation with her. And she basically just told me, like, chapter one of the T, okay? And I'm like, we got to talk about it more because what? And these are things that you want to know now while you still have your parents and you can yeah. just like have that conversation. But basically she had, you know, met my dad, you know, just, she always said my dad was like a charmer. Like he was so smooth. At 12? Girl, <laughs> I don't understand it either, but that's At what, 12? And she, I think she was like, just, you know, she was looking for love in all the wrong places because my grandma is first generation in Haiti. Like, she didn't speak no English. Like, she only spoke spoke Creole French. Like, mm-hmm. And, you know, she was very stern on my mom, like, disciplined her, like, and I'm talking about discipline, like, you back in Haiti. Like, they're very... Uh, so your mom was 12 school. and your dad was also 12. Yeah. My dad was, well, my dad was 13, 13, 13 and a half, maybe. Y'all want to know what I was doing at 12? Right, not that. I was not looking for how smooth a dude. At 12? No. I had no idea. That's crazy. Cycle just hit. Like, so like, like <laughs> yeah. So my mom said, she said she met my dad and they just kept having babies. But the first time she had my oldest brother, she told me that story. How she didn't even know she was pregnant. She just, you know, like. Her parents didn't notice because she always wore big shirts, but it got to a point where she was saying she gave birth in her in her mom's house <clears throat> and her my grandpa was out. You know, he's a pastor at, at that. So the whole nine months, no didn't one. Know. My mom started giving labor on the bed. Well, not on the bed, but my mom basically. How can I put this? So my mom started moaning, getting very like, OK, something's not right. 
my grandma basically was like, get up right now. You got to go to school. She was saying how it was like the coldest day in Miami at that point. I know. Now my grandpa comes to the house and he's basically like saying like, you know, like, Kellen, like, Kisa, like, what's wrong with you? Like, what's mm-hmm. wrong with you? She's like, yeah, daddy, I'm not feeling good. I'm not feeling good. He's like, something's not wrong with you because she already wasn't picking up the phone that my grandma would lock inside of her room. Mm-hmm. Okay. She would sneak in to get the phone to talk to her dad. She was such a daddy's girl. Like, grandpa was the sweetest. Like, still is the nicest old man. Like, ride or die for Naples, Florida. He will not move here at all. He's like, I'm not coming to Miami. The Lord is not there. And I'm like, what, Grandpa? He didn't say that. That was a religious household. Not not even a religious. He just was a sweet old pastor. It wasn't a... But, I mean, my grandma didn't play that. Yeah. My grandma definitely didn't play that. And it's me. Like, definitely didn't play that. And my grandma, like, she was a type who just... She was very strict and stern, but, like... So what happened? That was the old lady, you know? I'm so like... So now, so now, my grandpa takes my mom to uh, Jackson Memorial, and the doctor's telling her to take off her, you know, clothes so he can examine her. And she's like, oh, no, I don't want to. So they send in a woman nurse, she tells me, right? And this is my mom sitting down telling me this story. Girl, we had a wait, glass wait, wine, hold yeah. on, hold on one second, because I'm kind of confused. So she knew she was... She said she didn't know, but but that's what I said. My like, was your mom know? like heavy set? Like how do you not see this huge belly, like growing? She just seemed it wasn't that big, and her parents she said didn't see it. Like her words, not mine. You know you gotta ask my mama, person. But she was like, she just wore big shirts and she didn't know she was pregnant, but she knew she was obviously messing with my dad. That was she was like, yeah, you mm-hmm. know. I didn't go into so much detail where I'm like. All right. Uh, what now? Basically, she has my brother. They put her in a gown, find out that she's pregnant. Her mom, my grandparents, she's they lost it. My grandma was trying to give her the CPS before it was like, I guess they called a CPS. Because there's like, there's no way that my daughter is pregnant. Like, yeah, Lynn, you, you like you sleeping like you sleeping around like they're shocked at this point at the hospital. Now my mom is in 12 having heavy contraction at 12. I couldn't imagine heavy contractions at 12 give birth, baby coming out, head coming out. My mom basically is like, she passes out. Like it was like, you're young. That that's right? not, not for a, a, a the, the, the <laughs> now at this point, my grandparents left the hospital. She said that the nurse was saying, you know, if your parents don't come back at a certain time, cause they've been gone for hours and said, if they don't come back by a certain time, we're going to have to, you know, call CPS, turn you in. Like, we don't, you know. Turn her in and the baby. Yeah, and now. the baby. My grandparents just came back. They had a whole bunch of, like, clothes and toys, things to just, like, you know, get re- the baby prepared. Because my grandpa was oh, so sweet. Oh, my so God. Sweet. Like, get all this stuff just to, like, the baby's here. They had Cause no idea. nothing, because we had nothing. So there was no diapers. There was no. Nothing. Nothing, Close. nothing, nothing. Crazy, right? And I'm, and that was just her explaining, like, just that. I'm like, I need to know. I got her. so many questions. Me too. <laughs> we got to so- ask her to get I'm like, <laughs> Back in the day, that happened a lot, though, where girls would get pregnant, and by the girls would get pregnant, and their foreign parents, like, didn't really recognize no. and didn't know. 
And like she explained, they used to wear baggy clothes, mm-hmm. like hoodies and yep. things like that. And you would think they just gaining weight. But a lot of times back then, our parents, parents was working to survive. Right. Facts. So they're not paying attention to Mm -hmm. even homework. And you can't even really blame them because what we getting paid now, they wasn't even getting half of that. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. When I'm getting paid right now, they would be like. Right. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of them was getting paid under the table. So it's not really. I'm not really. She worked in the fields. My grandma. Wow. My grandpa was a pastor. I was just about to say Mm -hmm. a lot of them was just removed from slavery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Slavery was not that long ago. Right, mm-hmm. right. So yeah. So what, to answer that question, they were just so occupied. Yeah, you know, with, with the time. Right. So I'm, imagine, like my, my mom was a worked. housewife, so I couldn't sneak out my house. I couldn't do any oh, of that. No. My mom, nope. So I was from over here, like, yo, what? The, how do you not see that? But I could, I could. And and now it's like just being an auntie, and I'm like watching my nieces and nephews grow up. I'm just looking at them like. I couldn't even imagine seeing my nieces pregnant right now and me not know or their parents not know. And also, back then, they grew up fast. Yeah, mm. real fast. Because, uh, yeah. look, Biggie and Tupac, they died in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when Damn. they was coming up, they were so young. Mm-hmm. You looking at them like they grown men. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like back then, they grew up so fast. It ain't like that now. So how's like, so how was it in that, like, how was it in that household? Like you got, you know, it's so wild. I haven't, um, gone so far back and I almost feel like there's so much blockage and trauma from like the things that I've gone through that it's almost like I can't even remember a lot of my childhood. I remember seven and up very vividly. Mm -hmm. I say that all the time. I say that all the time. I oh don't my remember God. anything before seven. So it makes you it makes you almost think like I don't want to say it's all trauma. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I feel like people who've had experience like difficult times mm-hmm. and stuff, you just kind of block certain things out. But I cannot remember. I remember little glimpses like hitting my head on the toilet playing, mm-hmm. but really I shaved off. Like telling the lie, saying that I hit my head on the toilet and my eyebrow came off, but I really shaved it off, not knowing what the hell I was doing at my grandma's thing. house. So you can imagine. Right. So this was my dad all was like what? So it was all in your grandma's household. So basically, everybody was want... raised. And your grandparents, they spoke Creole, right? They didn't speak English. They only spoke Creole. That's only. when I really spoke f- so, fluent Creole. So back then, you can get away with so much because they didn't mm. speak English. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, my parents only speak Spanish to this wow. day. They only speak Spanish. So, the, yeah, like I, if, I get it. If I was... If I wanted to be like a hacker or somebody crazy mm-hmm. on the internet, I could have because my mom didn't know how to use the computer. She used to buy us all of that. Every computer you wanted. She didn't know how to use it. My brother was a hacker. What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> I remember he had a book. He had a. That's so funny. <laughs> that is so funny. He had I hope you don't book. mind. Is he still a hacker? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. But he he be doing he 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 was doing some crazy stuff. Child, he was doing some crazy stuff that if he is if he kept at it, I don't know what he could possibly do now. 
Yo, you gotta watch my these oldest, kids. oldest, the oldest brother though. This is the oldest. I have two other I have two older siblings. So the oldest one to himself, he's always been very like techie. Mm. So, but I remember like I have like I I, I call them like tech core. is the wave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have like core memories, and I remember he had like a hacker book. Like literally, it was called the hacker, and it was just like how bad is the punishment for hacking? I'm just curious. I don't know because if it's not that bad, and people, and that's why people be just hacking. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I I want to say it now. I don't know if I want this to be even, yeah. but it's to the point where my mom would get calls from the teachers because he was he managed to get the credit card numbers from Whoa. the teacher. Whoa. He was in play. Back then? Wow. <laughs> Back then. Right? Lick. Wow. Back then. And he had the brother, jouet and he was <laughs> ready to, yeah, he had the jouet. My brother he was ready to go on his sixth play. Order things to go into like the neighbor's thing and then he would like see, he'll know when it would come and then he'll get it. Yeah. Ooh, he was cold That was my oldest. It. Statue of limitations passed. It's all right. <laughs> That's true. Okay, Lord. That was the, when my, I didn't find out any of those things till later on. My mom would tell me, but I'm just like, what? My friend didn't do what? Yeah, that's the phone calls my mom would get from school. Like, I want to know <laughs> if you could hack into a, um, I don't even know how to say, but hack into like a bank and take the money out the ATM. Is that a hack? Or is that a different kind of hack? No, know. of course it's hack a hack. Into the, hack but it's into not the necessarily ATM. the ATM. They wouldn't have to go to the ATM because the ATM is, is necessarily like physical cash, mm-hmm. right? But just ha- hacking into the bank system, right? Mm, and withdrawing right. the money. Of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. My brother would probably be doing that if he could. I don't hear about that often. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that you happened. You hear about that? I'm sure that happened before. Not, maybe not now. Definitely not now. But something happened with Wells Fargo at one point. Oh, yes, no. something happened with Wells Fargo. I think it was an inside job. Dang, Someone, it I was an inside have, I job. I have my laptop yeah. right now because honestly, like, research this stuff. Yeah. Yes. No, but I swear, my brother would definitely. And that's the crazy part about it. My those were books that would be laying lying around the house. My parents would not pay attention to it because they couldn't read it. They couldn't understand I, I'm it. I'm telling you. Uh, so, reading, that's why reading so powerful. You see that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hold. Yeah. To learn how to do a whole like hacking system project. All that was happening in the bedroom, and my yeah. parents had no idea like that. Wow. All that would happen in, ha- in the be- in, in Sorry, the Adobe. We used to hack Adobe like crazy back Ooh. in the day. Before we started paying for the cloud, yeah, we used to hack that like crazy. I want to hack so much. No. (laughs) Listen, listen, I was tempted with the PPP thing when them boys was busting it, but I was like, nah, 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 I'm going to work for mine. (laughs) Listen, allegedly, if they give out another loan, allegedly, Allegedly. I'm going (laughs) to... I might just. He's gonna test the waters. I'm just. I'm just. I might what have to see I if I can run the duet. I ain't gonna lie. Um, allegedly. Oh my god. The views of Sherelle does not reflect <laughs> the Be Selfish podcast and Flyer Fear Nation and its representatives. Now back to the show. Do not try this at home. Guys. Do not try this at home. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Producer. Yes. Yes. Yes, I am. This I'm is what is it called? Hi, hypo, I can't pronounce hypothetical? it. Hypothetical. Yes, this yes, hypothetically hypo- speaking. Yes. You know, you know, yeah. we not really gonna do it. I, Sherelle, Lord, nah, do not want to be incriminated. <laughs> <laughs> even if I bleep no. out my name, even if I bleep out my last name, <laughs> 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 
Well, hell yeah, with the amount of technology they have now, of course. Mm-hmm. That's true. I did have to take my information off a few sites. Take your information off sites, okay? Like, you really can go down a rabbit hole of, like, getting your information eliminated on the internet. I think it's so important. Oh, I've been seeing it. I, I have seen like how easily you can pop you it Google up. Google somebody and see their actual home right then and there. Everything. Yeah. Every Everything. six months, I erase my, my Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, I gotta show me how to do I that. I haven't been on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in so long, and but so now we are with the Be Selfish podcast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you follow. Be selfish. Follow on Twitter. Be selfish. What y'all feel about being on Acres? Right. So I I literally think about having all the time calling it in, living on a farm, being with like my kids and running on the field <laughs> barefoot literally barefoot and like cracking jokes about how me and his daddy this and that and like loving on them growing like for real y'all and i've been manifesting 50 acres damn i've 50 been manif- acres. I've, because my favorite park that i go to right and it has a heart shape it's mm-hmm. so crazy it has this heart shape and when I was living there, I was with my stepmom and my sister living in like this townhouse in Miami. And for me, that was like the lowest time in my life. But it was the best time because I got to get closer to the family and see the mm. importance. Because when my family, like my mama had me at 15, had my brother at 12, you know, and mm. or pregnant at 12, gave birth at 13. And you know, not, just not having that dynamic because my mm-hmm. dad was like, dope boy, just, you know, if he had to get money. If, like, he had, he he had, had four he kids to feed. 70s, <laughs> not, like he had kids, him, you know, he had to do what he had to do. But so I learned that dynamic living there. But this field that I would always go to, especially during quarantine, because quarantine was crazy, y'all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Can we have a moment of silence for quarantine? That was like, whoa. But for me, I don't know about y'all, and I hope other people feel like the same piece, but I definitely felt like that reset was needed. Oh, yeah. Whether it was good, bad, ugly, like, for you, that that was me. I needed that. It was a reality check, I think, for the whole world. Yeah. So I would go to this park, and I would see this heart tree, and I would just manifest. And I would dance in the fields, like, literally. I would be the woman just, like, dancing and just, okay, doing my whole... What? They probably looking at me like, oh, she's doing some ritual shit. She ready, <laughs> she ready to go praying over this field. Okay, I was calling on my honorable ancestors, known and unknown. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... What the fee- the land is where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Ownership is what we have to have. Because with land, you could create anything. What? And that land was 53 acres. My favorite number, three. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. The apartment I live in now, mm-hmm. three. Mm. You know, it's like, and then, I mean, we're in three right now. <laughs> So many threes. So many threes. And that's a beautiful number for me. That's a beautiful number. It's really, you know, significant. You want to know something funny about Mm. the number three? Tell me. So in, I I don't like saying it, my religion, but in my culture, the Mm -hmm. three, the, the, we have a, a, a Orisha that owns the number three and he's the, he opens and closes uh, paths so he's in control of giving you blessings and also taking it away mm-hmm. um so 
every time I would see the number three, like let's say um, back then when I had like casting calls, I would have to like go on a bus. And then when I saw that, oh, the bus was bus three, had to, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this you gig. You're good it was You a, know, it was, that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, I would also look at the number three for that. So I think that's funny that, that you, but, oh. but that's the thing number three it opens we always like to see it as a it opens um pathways you never want to mm-hmm. think of it negatively but hey, number I already three knew that in, was my number and i love mm-hmm. it so and it's significant clearly like mm-hmm. i just love it did you read a book about like going into the field and doing all those you know practices? i haven't yet that's wild so it just, it just came is, out of you because there is a yeah practice. it was a it was a yeah. There is a spiritual practice about that, like actually hugging the tree. Oh, I'm a tree saying, hugger. Yeah. What? Yeah. And being barefoot in the grass, like mm-hmm. the the meaning of, of your skin touching grass. Oh, that, first of all, I already know it just energizes and recharges you, resets you. You sick? Go outside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go sit in that sun. Go get some Go fresh air. Go be one with nature, okay? Yep. Like... It knew you before you even knew you. Mm-hmm. Like bars. <laughs> I literally it was that's why 2020 for me. Now I was depleting in money in 2020. Mm. I was like really not wanting to go work or do anything. I just wanted to take that year. I literally it was almost a full year cuz I didn't even go back to work and I just recharged in the mm-hmm. sun and I didn't even get sick. Well, I got sick one time. They said I was sick, but I didn't think I was sick. I was like, y'all, this is a toxic, this this is a toxins leaving my body. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's just toxins leaving. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I do a rabbit test at at, at Hard Rock just to see. And it's like, come back in in not even three seconds. Okay. It was quick. And I was like, what y'all got back there? That's this. (laughs) After three days, I was straight. After three days, you were straight. (laughs) I swear to you, after three, that's why I'm saying it's so wild. Like three Mm -hmm. just shows up. But yeah, I I mean we definitely have to own the land. We have to be on the land. It just re- rejuvenates you in ways you couldn't even imagine. Even hair. Even I'm learning now. Like if we just wear our hair out with nothing, and it stands up, basically mm-hmm. that's that's like a signal. You know what I mean? So the more, you know, I don't want to use the word pure because it's been a long time since mm-hmm. we've been pure. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't pure today. <laughs> and then not that and not that kind of way you know it, it'd be the herbs. certain herbs hit you more than others <laughs> and um i can't wear it <laughs> i'm serious y'all know what i'm talking about but yeah i'm just saying like we have to get into it that's it's, why i gotta um, pray for our people man because if we can get together and put some money together yes, and yes. really own this mm-hmm. oh my god and that's what they're so scared of that's what they've been pulling. Well, That's like what, what I was what I was speaking about earlier that we've been taught this self hate, mm-hmm. this self thing was like they don't want us to think like this. They don't want oh, us to no. have these type of conversations. They don't want us to think about acres because they want the acres. Oh, so it's like they 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 created this like no, I want you guys to be against each other. And so they y'all want never melody. come they around. They want a lot. Yeah. They want a lot. Yes, they want a lot of priceless shit. They want a lot, and it, and and it's almost like you can't have our melanin. What we're made of can't is have just, our strength. Oh, 
But you know, that's when you said the veil has been lifted. That mm-hmm. 400 years, okay? St- mm. That mind count no play. I feel like more we, people are waking up. Yeah. More people are waking up, but it's like, is I feel like it's, I'm not going to say but it's too late. It? You know? I've always felt like, okay, so, okay. No. Let's say me grow, okay, so I have, I, like I said, I come from, it's a Afro-Cuban family, mm-hmm. right? Um coming here when i coming here like i would say coming here because when i got into school mm-hmm. and i had to like s- like associate with like you know american black american people mm-hmm. it was a little bit different how was that <sighs> black american black american <laughs> black american not is no exactly not me black american it it was something <laughs> i didn't understand because we didn't have that i don't know like i now i see it differently Mm -hmm. so little i remember okay so like i said i'm the smallest one and i'm like the only girl Mm -hmm. right so i had my old my 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 oldest brother he was in the computer hacking stuff so he didn't talk to nobody then my older brother the one that i was like closest to he was the one that would basically like showing me the ropes like okay when you start school they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that because you look black but but they're gonna they're gonna say you're not mm. because you're hispanic or mm-hmm. this and that they're gonna call you oh it was one time i come home and i was like i told him I'm like, they call me an oreo what's an oreo <laughs> and he's like oh okay look i'm gonna show These you how to kids, fight man. No, this is my brother he's like all right, it's time to show you how to fight. I'm like seven oh, years old. Period. And he's like, it's time to show you how to yes. fight. They called you Oreo. I'm like, yeah. It's like, nah, I'm going to show you how to fight. Because like, he knew. So I'm like, in my head, I was like, wait a minute. He went through the same thing. Mm. So it's like, I would go and you see me. You see the, 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 and it was never. So I was in between. I was not black enough for the black people. And I was not white enough for the white people. So for Hispanics, because I'm still considered. So it was like I, I was in between. I couldn't find my crowd, even though I would go to the black crowd. Cause that's what I felt. But I was not accepted because, oh, no, you ain't black. You Spanish. Mm. I'm like, my parents, are, my parents are Hispanic, but we're black Hispanic. Mm-hmm. You know, like. They was like, putting you through that like. Um, you're not one of what? us. Yeah. You're not one of us. Like it was that it was that type of situation. You're not one of us. And then I couldn't attach with the Hispanic people that much because you're not one of us. You're black. That must oh, be Oh, you Spanish? The Say something in Spanish. I don't believe it. This and that, whatever. It would be like that. And I'm like, why do I gotta prove I I felt like I had to prove myself to each thing. Mm. And then in my head, I was like, I am so rooted. Like, you have no idea. Like, (laughs) I'm in my household. Like, we we talk like Yoruba. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. rooted as hell. Yes. Like, I know more about my black culture than 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 I'm. No, come on. You know what I love about just like tapping back into like your roots and knowing where you come from. And I have to do a lot better. Y'all y'all gonna grow with me. okay? Here we grow. Here we grow. (laughs) I am not opposed to learning and growing and putting Mm -hmm. me on to some shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. So please do just, just know what you talk about. Give Mm -hmm. me a good book. Yes. Right. So, but I love how you're so rooted, like, and you're passing that down to your children. Mm -hmm. To me, that right there 
is doing and holding on. It'll still be their choice. Of course, of course. But you don't shy away from nothing. Mm -mm. You're not like hiding or secretive about what you and your family do and go through, you know? So I think that's beautiful though. I think it's, I know it's dope. I never had it. I didn't have that. Like, although my grandparents spoke Creole and, and, but my parents were so young. I didn't have like that dynamic Mm -hmm. where I'm like, no, we got legends. Really we got legends of mm-hmm. like stories being passed down from and so, like so it's like the this we don't do this because boom 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 boom. So it's like that's exactly what I do. So I'm like my like I, I'm feeling like my stuff that I do now with my kids, probably like my great 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 grandmother would do it. Like when I have a mm-hmm. a, a cramps or something, I make myself cinnamon tea. I love that cinnamon tea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you see, so it's like cinnamon tea. That's honestly, I like, feel like back then what they had to use, they would have to use stuff from the earth. That's how I know I'm always on this right, on the right track because, you know, when you're younger, you're not thinking about teas and like, you know, drinking or just getting medicine, like natural herbs and curing yourself. Uh-huh. Like you're not thinking about that. And you'd be lucky if your parents told you or taught you some of that. Like mm-hmm. that's blessed. OK. Mm-hmm. And then passing it down in this age. Oh, my God. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, that's that's that was the the crazy thing. I remember um, I just it was just a my I wouldn't be able to go home and explain mm-hmm. what was going on in school or like the bullying because of that. I remember we went, I went what to, what would your parents have said? Shit, my parents, I don't know what they would have said. Uh, they, they ain't never. No, they would, they would be like, okay, we'll just switch you and we'll put you in a white school. No, mom. Ooh, listen. I'm not going to be happy in a white school. Uh-uh, not the white school. Let me t- but mind you, this is the same boys? thing. No, I would, I literally would be jumping. We moved a lot. So I would be switching I think the longest time I've been in one school mm-hmm. was basically high school. And I was like three years in the same school. So elementary wise, I, I don't know how many elementaries I went to. I was attacked in one elementary yeah. by a black girl. What? Yep. I was attacked. Me too. I was attacked. It was random. You know, like, did you have like the buddy system to go into My, the bathroom? No. No. So mm-hmm. in my, this was like first grade. This was like first. Do we stop because the camera? No. So this was like first grade. Um, was it first grade? I think it was first grade or second grade. And I was in Miami Edison. How was Miami Edison? Was it Edison? If you're from it Miami, was a, it's, you know an, it's, a, it's Miami an elementary Edison. school, though. So was it Edison? Miami Edison High School? I forgot. There's a Miami Edison High School, but That's I feel like it was a. No? I'm a Broward kid. Oh. I'm trying oh. to think. Was it an Edison? I don't know if. I don't know, but it was It was in a. in Because in in, we lived in. I can't remember now, but we were. It was a moment that we were like in the hood. Girl. And my mom was not happy with me going to that school because she was one of those. She was like, she would be the, the one white to, school. No, no, it was Edison. Um, yeah, mm. it was one of those situations where my mom would literally like use someone else's address so just so we could go to Corey yeah. Gables. Use someone oh, else. just she, yeah. So she was one of those. Yeah, girl, mine too though. Mm-hmm. That was the thing to do back then. I don't know now. They oh, no. apparently are, they've given you years. Women are going to mothers are going <laughs> to jail. Mother are going to jail. Mom's is going to jail to send her school thing. to a better school. Yep, yep. That's crazy. Yep. Word. That used to be the thing back in the day, for no, real. No, but that's not nah, there. There's women that they're they're going to jail because of the they're not in the same district. They're, that's nuts. Yep. Just to hear that nowadays, it's like. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really just want to lock people up. Because mm-hmm. are they are they mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. locking um white women up and like for putting their kid in a better school or do they automatically just get a better school? I don't want to. No, it's, I don't want to uh, like, uh, generalize. You belong people, to that neighborhood, so your child goes to that neighborhood. So it was nah. that type of. That's what I'm saying. They built it so we could hate each other. They built it so we could suffer. That's that's. Yeah, that's where redlining came from. Yeah. Yeah. They, they I did learn that suffer. when I took a real estate class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't finish it. So then, what was <laughs> so that? I'm disappointed in that. Yeah, because I did it twice, and honestly, I just didn't like it. Yeah, but it, it was a I was like, I, I knew I want to make this money, you know. <laughs> but my mom's a realtor. My my friend's a realtor. And, well, she's not a realtor no more. But my mom, damn, my mom's not a realtor no more either. When I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, but shout out to the realtors because right, right, right. Because listen, the, the realtors be helping a brother out. You yeah, know what I'm you need somewhere a to real live. Good that's what I. That's what I really. You need somewhere good, to live. You need no, somewhere. but a good realtor, a real the ones that realtor, that actually want to find people. Home oh yeah, and a not great realtor. Not even a good because you have mm-hmm. to be beyond good to be a, you know, a realtor. Like I really feel like you have to love it mm-hmm. and know what you're talking about and. Hey, but apparently those realtors that have a heart don't be making it because they be we want to cross over the line and tell all the things that they tell you not to say in real estate school. And, you know, they be like, we're going to get you this house. Right? We are going to get you this house. You're going to get in this house. So no matter if you're making this, we're going to figure it out. I'm Pause. not going to be petty. I'm not going to be petty. Fine. I'm not going to be I got to be petty. very true to myself right now because I'm not gonna I be have petty. to be very, be very true to myself right now. It is working. I remember seeing a meme where this girl says, <clears throat> she, her friend asked, what do you do for a living? And she was like, I love my husband. And I. I think I know. I see oh, that. When she said that, I said, sign me up. Sign me up. To love my husband, hold down the household, not have to worry about money. But I will also say it leaves you in a very vulnerable state if you're not handling your personal affairs. Mm. That's that's what I will say. Because if I had the option today to be a housewife, I wouldn't want to be a housewife like y'all was telling me. I don't really I'm like that. I'm not sold. But, I'm sorry. I'm not sold. But I got to keep a side business. Something. I got to keep a separate bank account. I got to keep a little side song shaking. I'm not sold. I could love my husband and work. Oh, yeah. I'm not sold. I'm not saying that you can't love your husband and, and go out and work for 12, 14 hours a day because you are a living legend. <laughs> Stop. And you definitely. Oh, you my def- God. You, you understand what I'm saying? 16 hours. Okay, 16 22 hours. 22 hours. I did have a 22-hour shift. You have those days, right? It's going to be challenging and I would think, okay, I haven't experienced this yet, but I would think it would be challenging working that day, those days, unless mm-hmm. you obviously have somebody who's in the field with you who mm-hmm. understands that life. Mm-hmm. But excuse me, y'all. If I had the choice, for sure. But I still gotta make a bag or something else. You're like, I still gotta have I, some I'm kind of business. That, I gotta I have know. something. But the way she said, she's like, I don't ever have to worry about nothing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I mean. You don't have to worry about anything like but that relationship because if anything, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. You, you. I don't know. You gotta have something shaking. Y'all saying they don't have nothing shaking. A house like a housewife, just just all you in one. Probably I that's my definition. That. The kids, no, they they have their kids. No, you working. They have, you have your husband. 
you have your life. You this this is what they want. You remember growing up, you know, getting married and having that picket fence, that white mm-hmm. picket fence, right? It, it, For it, women, that was right? so big. They would teach boys differently. Mm-hmm. Well, to be real with you, a lot of boys wasn't even being taught. Mm. <laughs> That's a conversation. They definitely wasn't talking about their emotions or feelings. And right. nowadays, you know. Yeah. But I mean, nowadays, thank God, we got certain books that we can read, like Cry yeah. Like a Man. You know, that's a very great book if you want to get in touch with, you know, not not the your way of feminine the superior side, man. Mm-hmm. but that's a great one, too. The Way to a Superior right. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gems. The producer. I don't know what you're talking about, but bars, bars, That's bars. you over there. <laughs> the Way to the Superior Man. Okay. I remember when Nip said that Lauren recommended that. Mm-hmm. On Breakfast Club, I said, that's how you pick a woman. Right. I was like, that's how you like, you know, like, you recommended me books. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The Way of the Superior Man. Mm-hmm. What? Don't let a man recommend Queen of Fools to me, okay? Sacred <laughs> woman. I am i don't know how I'm going to feel, but I'm right. I'm going to be intrigued. Right. You can't sell. You can't say that because now they just know what to do. You're right. Oh Why'd my, you just I'm do sorry, that? I get so comfortable just oh. talking right now. I forget. Please yes. disregard yes. that message. Yes, I block that out because I don't need nah, that. We <laughs> keep that. You, you can. You can. You we can only say someone. 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 Yeah. Someone. listen. You know. Someone listen. They're like, walking oh, yeah, to get sure. You know what I will say? I'm glad you said that because they really caught me. I got real, real, real comfortable. Okay. Real, real comfortable. All right, so for the fellas out there, I got y'all. What? <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> shit, you gonna give them the? You gonna try to nah, give them the play they gotta on find me? Them, that, they gotta find them. Cause you that know out what? When I was younger, I would go ahead and tell exactly. Oh, what do you want? What do you want? Just fall right into it. Oh yeah, right. this and this and this. The right. white picket fence, the unicorn, the, the super yo, unicorn, right. all that. That would be and like so, the okay, the, the main. That would be like the main thing that we would we would fail on. Like, oh, so what type of guy you're into, oh. right? And then we'll be like, oh, you know, someone who's sweet. So we're literally giving them, giving like, them the play. They're gonna turn into a chameleon real quick. You for that me? quick moment, and then once that, they get what they, they want, why are you smiling? Because you would do this. I mean, no, because <laughs> I, I feel the opposite. Because, for instance, right, if you don't tell me what kind of flowers you want, and I bring <gasps> you sunflowers, and you're into mean. lilies. That's not what I mean. I think we mean the same thing. Like that's not what I you mean. You are going to use. We they would literally ask men would ask us mm-hmm. what. Oh, so what's your type? Like, why would you ask me what's my type? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you? You got me like. Why are you asking me what's my type? Yep. For what? Yeah. For what? Because they want to know so they could play. And that's why so they could and, act and, and, it out. I don't know who remember, who recommended me this book, but I know it was a guy. I think it was my um, homie Khalil. And he recommended me this Tyrese book. Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, damn, what was it called? I don't remember the name, but I know the book. I know, I know the it's book. It's like a red, not red, but the cover kind of had a red, black uh, feel to it. Yeah, please look, look that up because... So I can't remember, but he talked about having the gift of the gab in that book. Like, and you can use the gift for good or you can use it for bad. And when he said that, I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, that's it right there. 
because anybody can have the gift of the gab. Like if mm-hmm. you know, if you're a charmer, if you're somebody who's just like witty or like you, de- you definitely like playing chess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You finesse your way into some shit. A lot. But there's a lot of those books out there though that basically yeah. kind of quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. Teach That's just the book I read. Pick up lines. Like, yeah, there's pickup lines. Book. Of course there are. There's there's <laughs> everything. You know, what? I don't know why I'm so surprised. Of yeah. course there is. Mm-mm. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you have like red pill podcasts and the, stuff like that. You could subscribe time. to them and they'll teach you or like what to say on a date and things like that. I want to have a yeah, ways to uh, friggin waste a woman's right time. I don't even know what to say, but don't I say want. Beep. Yeah, yeah. Beep. Block that out. OK, yeah. I, but I have an idea of something that I definitely I'm going to write mm-hmm. where it just brings. From a male perspective, the Mr. Bleep book. OK. Because God, if you just listen to a man, and I'm so intrigued, and it could be because I have a thanks lot of brothers. Thanks for listening to us. Huh? Thanks, thanks for listening of course. to us, by the way. I ha- listen, I got my biggest advice from my Uncle T. And when I tell you, like, he was the first person I talked about sex with. He called me out. Mm. <clears throat> I remember it was Super Bowl. And he had, allegedly... <laughs> <laughs> we had a wild party and I remember it was afternoon and legends will say it literally had dancers at his party before bringing dancers to the party was like, well, no, I can't say that because Freak Nick. It's Miami. It's Miami. Freak Nick. I was going to say Uncle Luke, Freak Nick, legendary. Oh, yeah. I remember watching one of my mama's old tapes where a girl put a lollipop in her. I'm just saying that's what I saw. Yeah. Yes, I know. Oh, so I feel like so, on this podcast, we're going to get a lot of stories oh, from you and your family. That's just like, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Continue. They are something, okay? I'm just telling you. They're something. But, yeah, after that, my uncle had that talk with me, and he definitely just like, when you said that there's a lot of guys who are watching these, or reading these books, mm-hmm. getting the play, getting the game, but I can appreciate the knowledge in the game mm-hmm. and the sh- the forwardness that a man can give you, especially when they care about you. You yes. know what I mean? They really care about your well-being. Yeah. They want to make sure that you're on to some shit. You know, you know, what's important, what's the right move. A lot of the time, a man makes a woman. Like, mm-hmm. they help us become even more of a woman. I don't even think they know it or or, or hear it and enough. And vice but, yeah. versa, too. Yeah, 100%. When it's, when, it's, when, it's, when it's healthy and what? it's... Honest is vice versa, too. And that's how it's supposed uh-huh. to be. I love that. That's how it's supposed to be. It's a whole Oof. teamwork effort. But mm. it, it, it takes a lot to get love, to that. I love it. I love it. I love it. It takes a yeah. lot to get to that. You got to you gotta understand all the, 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 I don't even know. It's layers to love. Yeah. It's layers to love. It is. It's layers. And you got to understand that the person that you fell in love with it's gonna change oh yeah right mm-hmm. so they're gonna grow they're, they're gonna, gonna grow mm-hmm. yeah here we grow like they're gonna here we grow. grow so a lot of people is like oh you changed but like i, I can't you're I, supposed to you're change supposed you're, to. Supposed you're supposed to grow you're supposed to learn from your mistakes and right mm-hmm. you know so a lot of relationships fail because people can't express themselves or feel like they can't express themselves to their spouse go ahead mm. so 
Because getting into that conversation, I know we had, oh, damn, I can't even say what just we Just go, just talk. So, okay, so one of the things that that I would say helped me to be able to be loved the way I'm loved now, I literally, like, being selfish. I had to think of myself because I feel like you can't find that until you're happy with who you are. Come on. You get what I'm saying? So that was one of the things that... I was not happy with who I was. So it didn't matter who I would be with. Mm. They were not going to fill in the void that I still didn't know I had. So it was just more of like, no, I want you to pour into me, pour into me, pour into me. Mm. But it's just like I'm empty because I, I'm not who I want to be yet. Mm. So it would be like, why would I wow. want that? Like I wouldn't, you, I wouldn't find love. I wouldn't find it. It wouldn't be love. It would just be like me wanting to do everything to make this person happy. Right. So after after no, like it took a while to like notice that that, okay, I'm not going to find love. Mm. I'm not going to be happy with someone because I got a lot of stuff I got to fix. And you let it go. And I had to let it go. Ooh, when you got to letting it go be the hardest thing sometimes. It is. The hardest thing when you have to come to that realization, you're like. If I just let it go, come into the realization already is hard. So then, so then all the work that comes out of it is even harder. So it's just like, it's like, no, I gotta literally focus on me Mm -hmm. because I'm not gonna be who anyone. I wouldn't even if I was to find the greatest man. If the greatest man was put in front of me, I would you know what to do with it? No. Some realness for your ass. No, come on. I wouldn't. I would not. I wouldn't have been worthy of it because it, it, it's one of those situations where I would. Uh, That's growth right there. Can I take a second for growth <laughs> right there? You know, it's real though. Like you really, and then people don't want to take accountability of what's wrong with them. Mm-hmm. They don't want to take accountability. Like, okay, why do I feel this way? Why do I have these insecurities? Okay, work on those insecurities. Because someone else is not going to fix it. Right. It's your insecurities. But even going to saying, like, I didn't feel worthy for it. No. Like, or I wouldn't know how to do it. Not worthy, but I wouldn't know what to do with it. But you, you want to be selfish. And be, that you want to you be like, no, I want the best right. man. I want him. This and that. I want this man to, to do this for me. Do that. But, like, but are you worthy of it? Right. Like, what would you do with that type of person? Like, because you're asking for someone, like you said, like superior. Are you superior? Because they're going to want someone superior, yes, too. Yes, exactly. So Ooh. it's like trying to get into that, to that, to, to realizing, okay, like, if I need to, like, for someone, for you to be with someone who, who just believes in you. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot because it's hard for you to believe in yourself. So yes. this is a whole other person outside of your life wanting to believe in you and the beauty in that alone is i remember hearing uh lauren saying it, lauren london saying it before like and she heard it from nip saying and i think i heard it from tort uh tony jones as well the artist the mm-hmm. singer like you do not possess bay you get to experience that person mm. And mm-hmm. if you can remove the layer of like you wanting to just control everything or be in that person's face or their end all be like, mm-hmm. it's beautiful mm-hmm. that y'all both 
or that person has that mutual respect for you and love and admiration and want to see you win and is mm-hmm. showing it and all the things. <clears throat> but it's a it could be, I guess, a thin line for some people because some people don't get it. You do not get to possess somebody. You only get to experience them. Yep. And how beautiful is it to experience and then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you don't have to hate. You just love. That was a you beautiful experience. You could go experience find a whole other experience. Yeah, but still feel like that's just what it was. I needed to learn that and grow from that. Mm-hmm. I don't like that's, just trying to possess you and like, Ugh. That's how I, I feel relationships are. And this is relationships. This is friendship. This is any kind yes, of. Yes, any with ship. A whole other per, <laughs> with a whole other human being, mm-hmm. you know. You, I feel like even if I meet someone or if it's a stranger and we have a random conversation in my head, I say to myself, this is this, I'm having this conversation for a reason. Right. You know, cause everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for, I, that's my, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, um, just, just situations you learn from it. Right. Like I, I had to, I feel like I had to be broken down. Mm hmm like broken down so that I could grow the way that I'm growing for real. I had to be broken down. I had to see what I could take Mm -hmm. so that I could be like, nah, this is enough. I'm done. I can't, this is this. I can't do it no more. This is, this is, this is too much. And then do you do it again? Cause you don't learn sometimes. You just be like, cause you know, it's going to repeat itself time and time again. The lesson's always going to repeat itself Mm -hmm. until you learn. Mm-mm. Nah, I'm, I learned. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay. I, I definitely learned. I, I learned um, how life can kind of. I feel like certain things happen. You're taught something, or you think something's right, and then it's not right. It's like if you kind of been like brainwashed in a way to feel like this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is, you know, like let's say the relationship with my with the with the father of my kids. This is what you're supposed to be. This is, you know, you have two kids, so now you got to deal with no, no. But you know what? As not being a mom, hold on. It frustrates me the most. It frustrates me the most when I know single moms, right, and even down to. Watching my, although my brothers are very hands-on dad, both of them are great mm-hmm. dads. They have their toxic ways and mm-hmm. they have, and I get to see it and I'm like, it's hard for a woman to birth a child, have all these body changes, mm-hmm. have all these things. You have to take care of not one, but two children, human beings. You can't just leave them at the bus stop and nope. just be like, all right, bye. And if you do your shitty mom. And it's not even taking care of them. It's also raising them because these are going to be humans are going to go out to to the world. Yes. And you want to get them ready and prepared and for them to be 10 toes down, even if they six. Okay, be ready (laughs) because it ain't butterflies and rainbows out. Nope, it's not as safe. It's not safe. No, it's not. Don't talk to strangers. It's 2.0. Okay, (laughs) 10 X out here sometime because. And you have to be wise and discerning, even mm-hmm. as a child, and te- at least teach, I think, teach them that. Like, come on. like, And this is not even me being a parent, but it's hard to be a single mom and then going through all these emotions mm-hmm. and men just throwing a child on you. Like, oh, yeah. I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. excuse me? Hell no. Nah. But sometimes just things are out of your control or it's the lesson that you had to learn mm-hmm. or whatever for whatever. And the you blessing know. is always the babies, you know, always the babies. Like that's always going to 
overweight any day of mm-hmm. just like chaos. And you know, I know what woke me up, like what made me like, like, nah, I can't, I can't deal with this no more is, is when knowing that your kids are like sponges. So then it's like, history is going to repeat itself. Yeah, sure. So I'm like, I can't be in a household anymore where, you know, arguing is a normal thing. Mm -hmm. So then my child is going to think that's how you're supposed to talk to a woman. That's how, you know, you know, this is what I saw happening in my household. It was normal. Mm -hmm. That's called recycling trauma. Recycling trauma. Mm hmm. So I, I, those were certain things that like around the, 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 the time where I was noticing I had to like get out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was certain things like that, that was like, like just blinking in my face. Like Lily, your son's going to act like this. Mm-hmm. And when they do, they ended up growing up to like talk reckless to any mm-hmm. and everybody. Mm-hmm. God forbid, put their hands on a woman mm-hmm. or just be so, so angry and they can't even tap into their emotion. How how you didn't become a product of your environment? Mm. That's a great question. I, how have, my, did I, not, have, I have my answer. The view. How I did I yours. not become a product of my environment? Wow. So first of all, where you grew up in, I mean, you could mix all yeah, of that in. Everything. Like, I originally uh, grew up in Little Haiti, crushing cans with my grandma for 25 cents she was charging. And I just found out, oh, my grandma was living wild, okay? (laughs) My grandma had a whole gambling ring in the back. Apparently, I can't even say allegedly, my brother told me, so apparently. And she just, so growing up that, seeing how strict she was, my mom not really there, but me always yearning for my mom's, like, Mm -hmm. love and affection and trying to understand, like, why she just threw us on my dad like that? You know what I mean? And then my grandparents, his dad, his mom and dad raised us. The herbs that you talk about, like mm-hmm. my grandpa, what? Naturalist. Naturalist. Okay. Naturalist. Like he knew. And I don't know. I just, and then my living with my dad, my dad was so fun in the beginning. Mm-hmm. He was so fun. He was so loving. He was so like funny. My dad's funny as hell. Okay. But then he just became so like addicted to his vices more than anything. So he got lost. What? And and he always he always shunned it from us or, or hid it from us. You know, a little put a towel underneath the door and mm-hmm. go handle yours. Or mm-hmm. just be like, yeah, do I smell like weed? Like, and and at the time we didn't know what weed smelled like, but yeah. we knew it wasn't this smell it that was we were different. smelling. Mm-hmm. We knew it was something different. And so he got lost in his vices. So I remember at one point he used to just like be so mad and angry and abusive. And he just, but then he would give us $100 on Fridays and be like, go each order something. Each one of you guys? Each one of us. My dad was a baller. Okay. Him and my oh, uncles wow. were lit lit. They don't live that life no more. But $100 back then was what? a lot. <laughs> Me in middle school with $100? But $100 could have been two pennies to me at that point. Because now my dad just whooped our ass. I'm mm. distraught. I'm sad. I'm wondering, where's my mom? I'm wondering, like... When is going to be the day where it's just like, okay, he's going to take it too far, you know? 
Mm-hmm. And I remember knowing that and feeling that at in middle school, at least middle school, elementary school. Well, I can't say elementary, but like middle school for sure. And so, that's your teenage years. That's what? when you when when you growing, 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 growing. Got on my period. Had to tell my dad first. Didn't tell my mom first. So it was just so like was my dad was always a provider, taking care of us. Mm-hmm. My mom, man. So she just she just was living her life. So I don't have that experience. But I knew that I didn't want that. And I knew that God gave me different angels that came into my life when it was the right time. Mm. And I always paid attention to it. I don't know what it was, but like I said, it's like an internal GPS where, you know, like. I'm going to be okay, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. so embracing the people who came into my life and really and, and women at that and just loved on me and i just took snippets of each of them and i was like this is what i want this is what i want to be i don't want to disappoint my family but i want to be true to who i am i want to say what i mean and me when i say and just like be the best version now, i'm not perfect i'm gonna fail mm-hmm. you know what i mean sometimes I, a lot of times i'm gonna slip and learn but i'm gonna like figure it out and i'm unapologetic about it like that's what it is and i just knew that so it really just taught me like if you don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and do something different and choose better like yo my parents was wild but i just know it didn't feel right to be like you yeah and maybe i still have that trauma i'm actually looking for a black therapist so if anybody know one and suggest a really great therapist, let me know. Mm-hmm. Cause a black woman therapist I'm I'm praying for, but I'm also open. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But yeah, because maybe there's also things that I'm not seeing or unlocking yet. And I just wanna get the help while I can. Because like we said, like I there's certain things I don't remember from when I was mm-hmm. seven. Mm-hmm. seven and up i remember but anything under that was like uh, a little foggy yeah. so i think something's called like hip hypno something something they mentioned it on a it's hypnotherapy i want to say they call it something, but something to that. right but i want to like now yeah. know like what is it gonna unlock they also say ayahuasca help too but i, I haven't Ooh. gone down that path Ooh. did you study it Okay, so I, I listen to a lot of TED Talks. Okay, okay. I listen to a lot that's of good, TED Talks. That's a good start. That's and a good start. It's, I don't know if it originates in Peru, but a lot of people go to Peru, mm-hmm. and they have ayahuasca, and that's supposed to unlock, like... Your inner... Your inner, yeah. deepest, from trauma, I guess. I don't know. If, they never mentioned happiness, like... No, that, that's so a part of it. You gotta let all that out so you can get to. That's the whole. I guess that's the whole purpose of it. You yeah. gotta let all that out. Yeah, all of that out. So that's interesting. So I, I at a time I wanted to do ayahuasca for sure. I was like, and I remember calling, and this is like after I got baptized and all mm-hmm. this, and like I want to say years down, but I asked a friend of mine who was so like into the church, and he was like. And it's crazy because he's actually the one who, even though my grandpa was a pastor, he was the one that kind of guided me to like just having a relationship with God versus any kind of religion or spiritual, whatever, mm-hmm. just having a relationship. Right. So now I'm watching all these TED Talks. I'm looking at ayahuasca and I'm mm-hmm. like, because, you know, you have trauma. I know. I, you I know. And you I don't even trauma. think I called it at that time trauma. Yeah. I think it was more like. 
just an inner it was like an inner knowing i'm like there's mm-hmm. something else there it's yeah. gotta be i feel it i know it like when they talk about know thyself i'm working towards knowing thyself mm-hmm. like every day because what you know I'm how powerful that is because i'm like you know and that's then, so crazy. if if ayahuasca is a thing to kind of get you that way also then hey I was in, I was interested in it, you know, but then my friend was like, no, you're going to unlock some things that you don't even know if you want. So I don't know. I got scared by it, but I did go to Peru, a friend of mine at the time. And I definitely, um, I wanted to do it, but I just, you know, you got to have a whole retreat experience. Uh, You're throwing up. You want somebody there caring for you and taking care of you. So it's a whole process Mm -hmm. and like dynamic in itself. But would y'all do it? Would you do it? I was good. I would definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. Using like I'm a Mr. Producer's like hell yeah, sign me up. I've studied it for so long. And oh I've, word. Um, I've like you said TED talks and podcasts and, and things like that. And mm-hmm. After after I did mushrooms. I did mushrooms too. You have done mushrooms. He wants me to try it the first time. Yes. <laughs> she says you're gonna be in a great vibe. Right. You're gonna be like. And 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 granted, when I took it, and not to cut you off. No, go, go. When I took it, so I heard that if you're in good company, you're going to have a great time. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you're in bad company, hold mm-hmm. on fucking tight. Everything might not be, for me, everything might not be what it appears to be. Yeah. And the first time I tried it, I just... You know, it was like me and another couple and my man, you know, mm-hmm. and we decided to drink it as a tea and uh, go watch the sunset. That's what they recommended. The couple me at the time, me and my ex didn't know. We were just like, all right, we trust them. Mm-hmm. They cool. Let's do it. So now we do it. And all I, I don't know, for them, I gotta stop scratching. Uh, for them, I keep doing that. I know, I, I know, I always do it. I don't know what habit that is. Lord, help me figure it out. Maybe my therapist will help me figure it out too. But <laughs> so we try the tea, and everyone's like tripping, but in a good way. They seem like they're in a like a wild state, right? I'm seeing the sun go, but the the sky, the clouds just looked so bright, like almost mm-hmm. like the lighting, like yeah. bright on my like. It was like, am I high? Because the tea was nasty. My man is cheesing crazy. They're off floating doing their own thing. And yeah. I'm just sitting here looking like the light, the, the, the sky looked a little brighter than normal. But it didn't. So the second time I tried it, I was with a different ex. And I thought this mofo was trying to drop me off of the pier. Like I was tripping. Like I was tripping. Wow. I was tripping. So it was off of the person's energy. Off of their energy. That's why I'm so big on energy. Like, I ain't messing with so you too you long. you think if there was some it. kind of insecurity before you took the mushroom that Honestly, made you feel that way? Like, maybe that was, like, your inner It was my self. inner knowing, knowing, like, okay, girl, you're you giving very... You can't trust very, this dude. You're, <laughs> feeling, you're giving very Stella got her groove back. He young this was a one and done but we we, you know we lasted for eight months but i definitely was not uh in a good space for him you know Mm. i was just like oh you know i know i gotta break up with him and i feel like i'm gonna be his like real heartbreak his first real heartbreak i know and you know them hit different see it was like an like like a entanglement 
type nah, of situation? Nah, like that was not that, like that, but you know, like like the, like the older woman, younger yeah. dude. So you showing him? And I was something. just turning, and I was just <laughs> turning jaded. thirty. What? He, sh- I, I met him two weeks, and he showed up to my thirtieth birthday, where like my friends threw me this huge party, surprise party. Yo, he made a video. He wasn't, no, sorry, he didn't, wasn't there. I said show up because it felt like he just came in the room and shut shit down. But basically, they sent in like a uh, duet video or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. to like wish me a happy birthday, a tribute video to wish me everybody from every, wishing me a happy oh, birthday. So and he's on it. And mind you, I meet him driving like 80 miles an hour on the fucking highway. Okay. And we just lock eyes. And at the time, I was doing network marketing. So everybody, I needed everybody to see my business. <laughs> Sign up. Well, I lost a lot of friends doing that crazy. I won't call it crazy, but I just say, yeah, that's a whole nother story in itself. But I met him and he was young and he made like a little video because now he's on my team. He signed up, of course. Meet him on the highway. I was like, yo, meet me at our office. We did our presentation, signed him up. And then a few days, uh, uh, two weeks later, he's, well, not even immediately he's on my team, but I've known him for like not even two weeks at this point. And he's a part of the tribute video that my friends are throwing me for my party, birthday party. And it's almost like when he, you know, wished me a happy birthday, I was like, oh, this little like me, like me. (laughs) And he was Cuban too. Girl. And a Scorpio. Uh, oh. Uh, yo. Uh, what? Scorpios is passionate. Let's uh, say that. And can get crazy. But I still that was from, trippy. I stay away from Scorpios. Girl. Like to the point, like, what's your sign, Scorpio? Bye. I don't want nope. Nothing, well, nope, Sco- nah, nope. Scorpios, yeah. Scorpios are, are definitely uh they're gonna take you on a ride. Not for me. Yeah. Nope. I wouldn't even date my own sign. I'm a Taurus. I feel like Taurus males are, um, they definitely bougie in their own way. And they feel like it's a really day way or nothing. Like, even if it's like, nigga, I ain't letting you lead me nowhere. Okay. I'm not, I'm not letting go of that much control with you. I don't know. I can't generalize it, but I just feel like Taurus males are not that. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Sorry. I love y'all. I do, but. Hell no. Scorpios can stay away. But what the heck was we saying right before that? You were telling me about the guy you had the bad trip with. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, I had the much. Sorry. So, if you got it, I don't know how you're going to do it. She can't smoke before. No, I definitely can't smoke before. It's it's gone. It's set. But for sure, I couldn't do it because, like, I had a bad trip. I thought he was literally trying to um, get rid of you get rid of me and it's not and he picked me up sometimes like just like holding me swinging me around not he definitely adored me I was, he definitely adored me like i wouldn't even call the man my boyfriend if i if i didn't feel like you really adored me mm-hmm. or care but he was too young and the energy just was not right with me doing a trip with him and i definitely broke you didn't up feel secure with him like, i wouldn't say so. i was very secure he was at like I'm, I'm fucking on this 30 year old and she tells no, me as what, far as like your life like oh my being, life being with him long term that was not gonna work yeah, yeah 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 no 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 because i love a man who's established and has something going for himself and who like who ready like mm-hmm. at my at my big age at least but then i just was having a stella got her groove back and 
you know you know when flirting t- you take it too far after flirting oh yeah oh end up in a whole relationship what tripped mm-hmm. and stumbled into this okay like <laughs> yo why you looked at me <laughs> <laughs> tripped and stumbled into it so at this point nah i wouldn't um nah but i will say if you are but in a you rela- experienced him though i experienced him for sure and i loved it, it was beautiful it definitely was beautiful and i thought man if he was a little bit older <laughs> For real, I was like, if he was a little bit older, he just has to like, because with age comes wisdom, right? But I thought age is just, I I can't really, I don't, I don't think so. I think for me, I I know, I feel like for sure, I could bet on it that with age comes wisdom, at least it should, but it definitely comes with some wisdom and he still needed to like fly. He Mm. still needed, I'm still flying, but I'm saying Mm -hmm. like he needed to take off he wasn't even like yeah off and been anywhere like i i put him on to get a passport oh wow but he was just getting his wings literally what he was just freshly clipped (laughs) off he experienced you know like his first death in life and Mm. and and i was with him in the beginning of that time so Mm. just all of that bond in itself what it did teach me is be gentle with people like Mm -hmm. even if you know if you gonna have your stella have your groove back be gentle with that guy or that girl, vice versa, because it could really like make an impact in a way where in it could be positive. Life. Yeah, it absolutely makes an impact. You spend so much time with someone, you almost, you know, start to like like the the trees just grow with each other and grow into each other. So, I I I was gentle as gentle could be, but when I had to rip the bandaid off, I definitely did. But I I know he would say right now to this day, like, I'm one of them. And I'm one of ones, you know, like I really put him on. So that that makes me happy and proud. Cause ain't it whack when you just like hate your ex? Like God, I, I just hate you. I try Ooh. so hard to not have nobody. that situation. Too strong, right? I try so hard not to have that situation. Um, Cause I think it's hard to to be to say that you hate someone that you literally like shared time like to say you hate someone that at one point you told them you love them like then that means that love was never really there so that means that you never really you know like i don't know it wasn't real right now if certain things happen right throughout that and people go certain ways or people tend to do certain things to you where you have this I wouldn't say hatred, but you just, just starts growing. I feel like, like when I say hate, like, I mean, hate is hate, right? But it's like, I hate you, but I love you. But that's, that's neither here or there. Because I'm honestly, talking about hate, hate. I'm talking about despise the person. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to see yeah, you the rest of my life type stuff. It, 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 you kind of, it hurts to say that. Like, I can't think of. I think it depends on the situation. Because if they're hurting you and it's like abuse in any level i think just rip the band-aid off and get out while you can you know what i mean because are we in domestic violence month this is domestic violence month and like breast cancer right this is is, yeah it is it actually is mr producer gonna check yeah (laughs) it's breast cancer you know (laughs) listen the amount of women that go through breast cancer in itself like Mm -hmm. the numbers the numbers are high Mm -hmm. so yeah the numbers are high i don't even know what the numbers are and i and i will know like i need to dive into but 
Golly. Get your checkups, ladies. Get your checkups. Yeah. Touch on the boobies. Be one with the boobies. Get yeah, it is. Checkups. Yeah, October it is. October 1st to o- through the 31st. Yeah. And what's uh, domestic abuse? I know it's mental, mental, mental health month, too. I think every month is mental health month. Shit. Yeah. The amount of like, you know, and it's not it's, a joke. It's dope that you're open with saying I want to find a black therapist or find a therapist because a lot of people don't want to take accountability of that. That's a, a whole thing in itself. Like, why? I mean, I know why, because obviously, like from our, you know, from generations, generations and, and the trauma and trauma of like. First of all, being beaten, like abused, belittled. Uh, and then you get to a point where now it's like you are you literally lost yourself and you are like, I just got to survive. I'm in survival mode. And I feel like a lot of black people, we're always in survival mode because of that. Like. We're born into survival. We're, we're born into it, right? It's like in us. So you have to have just like a, a consciousness and uh not even consciousness. I don't that's not even the word I want to use, but just level of awareness, like this is what we've been through. Mm-hmm. Do I wanna stay in that small thinking? No. And mm-hmm. if and if your answer is no, like what are you gonna do about it? Because mm-hmm. I wish, man, I wish. Sometimes I wish, like, I wonder, like, if my parents really seeked help, where would I be right now? And now we're also, we're in a space to 2022 where we also get to see, like, the access that from your parents setting the foundation from, mm-hmm. like, when you're young. I'm talking about people are getting, you know, like, white people, they start off their kids with getting credit cards and putting certain things in their names and building them and things like that. And it's like, we're not learning that on top of getting abused and top of being, like, the minority on top of like being hated on every day. It's like, no, it's I feel lot. like the, the, the whole system was literally built to be against us. Oh, for sure. So then we fight. Yeah, for sure. It's like, we deal with that. And then we also have to fight what we go through as like our skin tone. Mm-hmm. Like, cause mm-hmm. let's say you could go, you could go into anywhere with your app. Like, let's say you have a resume your picture's not on the resume. That resume looks amazing. Mm. It looks great. Like, oh, my God. You get called in for the, which it would happen with me because my thing would be Lily Castillo, mm-hmm. right? So they're like, oh, it's a Spanish woman, blah, 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 blah. They'll talk to me on the phone, blah, 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 amazing. Oh, we can't wait to meet you, this and that. Walk in. They're like, Lily Castillo. What they thought? Right. Castillo? Lily Castillo. Right here. <laughs> what is I was like, oh, you're. I'm like, yeah. Uh, mind you, we had a whole phone call conversation. Oh, so they switched up. You could feel that energy switched off Switched up. And in my face, I'm like, I already know from the moment the, 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 the disappointment of the person's face when I'm like, I'm Lily Castillo. Yeah. Like, it's me. It's one of those like, oh. Do you even have to fill out job applications anymore? No. Right. I don't know the last time I filled out a job application. No, but this is like the the sad. It would just be that that moment that I would be like, wow, you're disappointed because of how I look right now. But some people don't even get that far to even get uh, an interview. Mm -hmm. Your last name Brown or, you know, Williams or something like that, where they know, it's you know, it's kind of like Johnson, like a quote unquote black last name standard mm-hmm. or right whatever, or stereotypical black last name yeah mm-hmm. you wouldn't even get the interview it was yeah. just like 
next. Yeah. You know, but to your point of, I wish our parents would have got like a therapist. Yes. You know, they weren't worried about they that. They didn't. It's not that they wasn't worried. They didn't have access. They didn't. And that's why <laughs> for me, when I pray, I even pray for access, pray for resources because yo, they did not have, access. they didn't have that. We get so tied up into looking at our parents like superheroes. They just, we people. forgot that. They're just humans like They're us too. They're just human beings. Mm-hmm. Right? Learning the system yes. that mm-hmm. you keep yes. bringing up that's against us. It's against us, but it was against them too. Right. Yeah. With less resources. Right. With less resources. Right. And they were just providing so we could have a roof overhead, so we could have food on the Do you table. know how much people talk space helped it during the, the, the pandemic? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Talk space is a therapist site. Right. I, I did talk space. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I believe in, you know, um, going to the therapist and mental health and things like that. So that helped a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they didn't have that. And and the fact that we all have it, the, the access to mm-hmm. it. Access. And w- the fact that we have the access to it, because access is big for me in multiple ways in my life that just show. So I'm like, when I tell you access, we have it. And for us not take advantage. And I'm talking to me, too. I'm not over here putting no, I'm talking up, I'm talking up to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to not even like take advantage of that access. Like I even feel like shame on you, Sherelle. Mm-hmm. For instance, right. Mm-hmm. They couldn't even go to the library to read a book. Right. <laughs> and look at all these books. Look at all I, these I, books I that surround us. Mm-hmm. Right. So when, mm-hmm. when I, when I hear people disrespect our ancestors, I'm like, I don't even understand. It's because of them. We could pick up a book and read. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right, forget you voting. Right. <laughs> forget voting. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I said that really loud. Y'all know it's my business truth. now. But it's the truth. Hold on. Because then we could pick Hold up on. a book and read. Right. I said Hold that on. real strong. I still feel like it's something you have to give yourself access to even accept that. Because right. there's people who don't want to understand. And that's called accountability. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's people that don't understand. We don't like that word though. Nope. <laughs> we don't like that word. Nope. <laughs> we don't. There's people accountability. Who don't, yeah. There's people who don't understand that a lot of things cannot happen right now. Like a lot of things would not be able mm. to be happening. We couldn't be able to accept a lot of things. So it's like sometimes I'll look at it and I'll just see how people like we were talking about like how we hate like the hate between black people and it shouldn't be that bro do you guys understand that like back in the days like we would help each other like the underground under the underground road would not happen if it wasn't black people helping each other for real okay sherry shout out to harriet okay but you shout out to harriet had people that was fighting against that yes 100 always there was people that got caught Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. So. so true so the point about like when people say the people that do agree with slavery was a choice, their argument is, oh, they should have fought. There was a lot of people that they fought. They was fighting. They all there fought. was a lot of people. They who had no choice that, but to fight. Right. And they they fought, didn't have no choice <laughs> but to fight. But a lot of people will turn their face nowadays, couldn't even walk a mile, a block, okay, right, right. in our ancestors' shoes. Mm-hmm. You hear me? You take an Uber to go a mile. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me tell you, I used to walk at some points, okay, and get rained on. <laughs> oh, Even at my big age. So I and so when people so when people are like, I'm gonna just jump in this Uber, I'm like, <laughs> yep. if I could walk at least a few miles, I'm gonna do it. But guess what? They'll go to South Beach and go up and down them blocks oh, for hours. For hours. For hours. 
<laughs> for hours. For in the car. For hours. Rented. <laughs> said rented. Miami luxury rental. I'm sure it's a name out for there. For the okay, look of it. Just for the look of it. They need to. Just for the look of it. You need sponsorship. Hit us with a sponsorship. (laughs) You feel me? You feel me, Mr. Producer? Hit us with a sponsorship. But I'm saying, like, going up and down, up and down, up and down. And we're just watching and we're just looking. But then you get to a point where you're like, that's sad. You know how beautiful it is to walk the strip? Right. Mm -hmm. See all these different people. Catch your own vibe. You can have your own little lick if that's your vice. You can have a little blunt in your hand if that's your vice. You can do a little whatever. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. me, I like smoking cigars. I, I'll walk down the strip and have a cigar. You know, early on in years, years, years. In the early, I want to, I don't know, years ago, okay? <laughs> I literally would be like the girl in like the bikini, but mm-hmm. like the heels and like fully done and going to the beach. And now it's just like, get to the beach. <laughs> Catch your like vibe. You Pull up. Right. I, have, I literally have bit beach tips like. Get you your umbrella, okay? Get in the little umbrella. Okay? I do the tent. Go ahead. Get keep the going. tent, okay? The big boy joint. I do the snacks. Make sure you have a cooler, or it ain't <laughs> even got. It ain't even got to be that big, but you just need something to put the ice in, and it's not gonna melt too fast. Make sure you have your fruit, okay? I like fruit. Keep you hydrated. You don't need to be full on the beach and being dizzy. Have your drink and make sure it's the drink that you actually love yep. to sip on. Yep, that you're gonna, gonna be, be doing some sipping. You gonna be doing some sipping. You gonna be for a long time and bring water. Mm-hmm. I'm not Facts. talking about one bottle. I'm and I'm not even talking about the biggest. I'm talking about a few bottles mm-hmm. just in case. Mm-hmm. Minimum minimum three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you got your blanket. Get some music. If if all you got is your phone, you better hope your volume is loud enough. <laughs> right, because the waves is loud. <laughs> the waves is beautiful and loud. Okay, and then catch your vibe. Mm-hmm. To see people just driving up and down the street, that's such a shame. It's come. Right. It's like, come on, yo. And it's to driving up and down the street just to show off. And just for the show record, off, whatever, whatever for the record on holidays when the beach is hectic, that is not locals. That is not local. That we don't be there. <laughs> Born and raised in the county of Dade. We we I, I we stay away there. from we, South Beach. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I can't. Right now, I can't do at it. Fountain Blue, it's like, we did the setup for them. And when I tell you Fountain Blue right now, it's like Snoop Dogg, Pharrell, all them, like, they're living it up. Yeah. I can't. I, listen, I love that. I, I like going to the beach. To but the beach. beach is not for locals, so stay away from the beach if you are local. <laughs> yeah, we don't do I that. I mean, we ain't even got to tell you. You know yeah, what it is. Yeah, you know. That ain't <laughs> you know us. what it is. That ain't us. Yeah. I mean, I go down there to film. I get booked. I go down there film and I'm out. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you know what I actually want to do? I want to roll up on people and ask them questions on the beach. That would be cool. That. We should do that. Ask them like what kind I of questions. I don't know. I don't know yet, but that would be cool. Just for some content. Just yeah, I think that would be dope though. Like, ask them something, and we just pick. We do our homework. We'll, we'll pick something, and for sure, like go and. I'm down for it. Oh, I'm down for it. Hold the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm down for or it. Oh my, whatever. Are we asking them like serious questions, or are we like? They're gonna be drunk. We can't ask them nothing serious. But that's. <laughs> So funny though, but that's the funny part. Ask them some real serious questions and see what what happens. Maybe we find someone be like on their shit and be like, "Oh, okay, what's Mm -hmm. up? You surprised the hell out of me. (laughs) We were expecting (laughs) something else, but okay, we keep talking." (laughs) (laughs) What up, (laughs) y'all? So, thank you for tuning in to the Be Selfish podcast. 
If you like what you heard, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. We really appreciate it. You know, show us some love. Uh, spam us on IG. Be selfish pod. Make sure YouTube, Twitter. Twitter. We're answering questions. So whatever you want to know, ask. For sure. Here. Yeah. I don't know, Lily. So the, so the whole, I guess, purpose of us doing this is to basically go down this journey of finally taking over like our lives, you know? Mm. And with that being said, it's us being selfish. The reason why I want to give a different perspective to being selfish is because I feel like I come from a past where I always did a lot for others. And I thought that was good to do to help others and help others and help others. So, um, it came to a point where I would lose myself helping others. So then I'm like, nah, it's my turn. I need to be selfish. Come I need on. to think about myself. I need to put myself first because nothing can happen. You know, my life won't go. Cause what am I doing? Like being in the stairs for someone else. But yet, you know, I'm down here like, Hey, no, they would just leave you down there. Cause guess what? They were being selfish. Period. So, that's basically like I feel like I wouldn't be Lily Lovely, not Legend, but Lily Lovely. Lily Legend. Oh Lily God, legend. we agree. That's it. Stamped. If, if I wasn't um, being selfish, and I'm still, it's still something I'm learning. So we're definitely gonna have um, people that are gonna, you know, that are mentors or, or they know when it comes to self love and all that to be a part of this show and help us on that journey also. Yes. You know, because it's something we're also learning and I and, and y'all should I'm welcoming you guys to learn with us. This so. is a safe space. Oh, for sure. Super safe. You see how comfy we are? Okay. This Super is a safe, safe space. This is a safe Super. space. And yeah, like Lily said, we're here to grow and y'all got to grow with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're our tribe and you rocking with us, let let us know. Okay. And we're going to get deep. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be they're going to be our tribe, our be selfish tribe. And um, we gonna get real deep here. Yeah, I want to be able to show you know for you to be able to love yourself, you gotta know every single part of yourself. Absolutely. So that means the good, the bad, the ugly. You gotta understand that's a part of who you are, and it's what makes you. And then now you gotta understand how to control it, yes. how to how to change that energy into something positive. You know, me coming up from a a, a household where negativity was like everywhere yeah it didn't matter what i did it was never enough so it it made it easy for me to be in any kind of situation where i always wanted to have someone tell me hey you did a good job so if i would help somebody hey you did a good job thank you Mm -hmm. oh that made me feel good Mm -hmm. but it was i was losing energy because that wasn't something you know it wasn't something that i could just like, okay, cool. Kudo points. What does that do for me now? Nothing. I just would go home with the fact that, okay, I helped someone, which it feels good. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. because it to service good. to many is to lead to yeah. greatness. So it's like, you know, you definitely want to have a servitude heart, which, but don't overexert yourself. Don't put yourself in a position where you're getting burnt out because of other people's energies. What would happen? On you. What would happen would be the, it's, it's who you put that energy into. Right. You get me? So you have the person that would be grateful for it and they show it. Then you have the person that would just abuse it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like people who tend to 
always help fall into the hands of people who abuse. Yeah. And that's what makes it. um, (laughs) That's what makes it easy for us to because what ends up it gives you feel it makes you feel important because you're like, no, this person needs us. Right. And this person that codependency. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Like this person needs it. So this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So the more I help this person, I'm doing something good because I'm changing their life. But mind you, it's like a battery life thing. You're charging this person up. But yet your battery is just lowering and lowering and lowering. That person's not charging back into you. Now you next to me at the park trying to recharge and figure out your life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exactly. So it, it it's definitely if, if any of you guys have felt that type of way um or if you feel that way now like we've been there before. we've definitely been there we've been there before and we probably still go through it you oh, know we're you know life is where it's not gonna be just rainbows every day it's a up and down at all times and it's how you handle it and it's your mindset behind it because once you change your mind you can change everything especially when you so try to but go that's why we came together like it's crazy from I want to say six years ago or so, like maybe six, a little longer. Six but years ago, because because my oldest, he's six. Yeah, six. Si- he's six. Yeah. Right. So I so meeting you at that point, and then c- us coming together to do a podcast where we have the same views. Like you said, be selfish. After we just was we having had a conversation, when we were just having a conversation, and the name came up when we were thinking about, we already agreed that we wanted to do a show together and come together, mm-hmm. right? Because we already had that connection. But it when you said be selfish, it all came together. It mm-hmm. all made sense because I mean, my sister always says, I'm I'ma be selfish about mine mm-hmm. and about me. So I love I love the name Be Selfish and it's changing the narrative of what changing selfish the, is. Yep, exactly. It doesn't it's, for us it's not a negative connotation or just like just negative like it's not negative we're spending it and being selfish you can still care for somebody and be selfish mm-hmm. so that's why i love this mm-hmm. name and i love what we're doing together and mm-hmm. that we're gonna bring people to y'all okay like we're gonna give y'all as much resources as we have and we're yep. gonna pour into y'all just yep. as much as we're pouring into ourselves as well and it and feels good it it's feels really good. great yeah i'm not gonna lie it feels good it feels mm-hmm. good to finally know that hey i don't deserve certain things that are happening the people that i'm around they don't deserve me <laughs> and it, it, what's it, I saying? if you can't change your friends change your friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. so you gotta be selfish you gotta understand like it's okay to 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 seek if, if, if you around certain people that you don't feel like you know what I don't feel good when I have a conversation and with you. Don't, lie. don't stop it. Don't have and that conversation with that person. Like, mm-hmm. stop it. Cut ties. Yeah. Because it's going to make you feel better. Because it's like you're cutting off a negative thing. And my, oh, I don't even want to talk about being negative because I'm like, apparently that, I'm like somewhat of a negative Nancy. I don't, I try, I'm, that's what I'm trying to fix. So I'm being mm-hmm. honest here. I'm okay. trying to fix the negative Don't say thinking about my friend in them comments. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to fix that. So that's a big it's a big war. Like I said, I was raised on negativity, mm-hmm. so it's really really hard to you know not think of the worst case scenario when something happens. But then I also know the power between like the power of you're calling the worst case scenario. Okay, when you think of the worst, you're calling it. 
So I'm in between learning how to control that. It's still hard. So if anyone, oh, yeah. if anyone, yeah, it's could, the, law, the law of attraction, the law can, of attraction. So if anyone could come and talk to us, I would love to hear you guys yes. on that too, because like, help me please, because I'm, yeah. I'm trying. It's hard, but help it's, I'm trying. Help me please. <laughs> we got to put that in there. Help me For please. Real. please. For I'll real. Find something. Ta- time stamp that. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Help me please. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to give y'all our hearts and, you know, I don't know. Should I say give y'all our hearts? Because we're going to give this show we're, our hearts. We're gonna give, yeah, yeah. I like that We're going to give the show. I, you know, because words are powerful. We're going to put our all into the show. Be like. <laughs> right. Because y'all don't show up. Let me tell y'all something. We're going to show up. I am an avid podcast listener. So uh-huh. I'm going to speak for all the podcast listeners. Okay. If y'all don't show up or if y'all is consistent and y'all don't show up a week. It's going to be a problem. We, let me tell you something. Okay. We're doing this. It's, okay. it's, it's, we're doing this. We're growing this. Okay. Like, right. we take it very serious and we're, we're excited. This. And this is our first show, I swear, Lily. You're going to see the tweets. They're going to be like, it's it's 9 a.m. Why we didn't see an episode? And we're going to be like, we coming. Send. But no, we're going to be very consistent because we love this and we love what we're doing. And the energy is amazing on mm-hmm. set. Y'all, this is big business right now. So <laughs> I'm going to hype us. Okay. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to the next episode. So we're going to be dropping on Tuesdays. Make sure you have your subscribe buttons on, your notifications on. And make sure you just what, what, Where can they hear us? Oh, you can hear us on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. All that. All that. Where else? Is the <laughs> Anywhere else? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, we're going to be out here. So mm-hmm. shout out to uh, Fly Fair Nation, who always make a show we on. Um, Powered by Fly Fair Nation, 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 Nation. <laughs> and I mean, shouts out to uh, Pretty Girl Progression as well. You know oh, I mean? yes. We can't leave out Pretty Girl Progression. I mean, Pretty Girl Progression, Be Selfish podcast, it goes hand in hand. Right. Mm-hmm. We progressing. And we being selfish at the same damn time. And it's in a beautiful, positive, growing way. So, Like I said, we want to give you guys a safe home. This is, in general, this is for men and women. We love Definitely. Men. If you don't prioritize. <laughs> I can't even say it. Prioritize. <laughs> Scratch that. Nope, I'm keeping that. Prioritize, no. because it's real. Prioritize. Yourself. Y'all know what she meant. <laughs> if y'all could be reading these crazy text messages and you like, all these acronyms and you you figured that out you know my girl sam period we still gonna scratch that no (laughs) hell no i want you to keep it i want them to say something about my friend listen i had to learn english this is not my first language so i get some tongue twisters (laughs) around there like we get those little situations but definitely want to make a safe space for men and women yes to be able to be like you know it's okay to be selfish. We love do it. And yes, I agree. Do it. You mm-hmm. can't, you can't manage to do anything. I don't, I feel like you're going to be stressed out and then you're going to carry the weight of other people. Why? Carrying your own weight is a lot already. We'll talk about this for sure. Cause you know what? Just caring so much of what people think is not where it's at. Mm-hmm. So we definitely got to, uh, Y'all just tune in for next week, and we're going to have a sit-down, okay? So come in, take your shoes off at the door. Grab your glass of anything. <laughs> okay. We got you know, wine we over here. We got, got liquor over on. here. We Snacks. need some fruit. 
a little bit of wine, you know, some drinks, and we're good. So here we grow. Can we do a cheers? Here we go. <laughs> I can't reach my cup. Oh, it. Thank you. Mr. Producer, hold your glass up too. Here we grow. Here we grow. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> that was good. Check the socks. <laughs> They're not as cool. I just got my regular work socks. 